0: This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by pods of laundry detergent. Good for so many things, but don't eat them. Today on
1: a very special episode of Half a Star, we have comedian
0: Mike Caroza. (laughs) Wait, 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 Justin. I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing for you. Why? We already had Mike Carrozza on the show. That was a bonus episode, you numbskull. This is the
1: real episode because half a star is where we get people to come and tell their stories. This is... Funny, funny episode with funny guy, Mike Caroza. We're so excited. He's going to share his stories about his time. Grinding as a
0: comic. Comics love the grind. Oh, they sure do. And you know who else loves the grind, Justin? Who? Emo bands. And with that in mind, I'm going to give you a list of half a star emo bands later on. Works for me. All this and more on Half a Star, where bad ideas
1: make great stories. He's Justin. He's Ben. Take it away,
0: Rob.
2: I don't listen because it's a podcast. But if you feel that you must hear they are, then Ben and Justin. Together they are half of a star.
0: So, Justin. Yes. I'm led to believe that our guest today is a very important figure in your life. He is. He is. Mike
1: Caroza, folks, is a wonderful human being. Uh, when I lived in Montreal while I was going to, uh, going to school, I also was, uh, was getting involved in the Montreal stand-up scene. And it's nerve-wracking because, Ben, we lived in Charlottetown, which is a, a nice, humble uh, city-town kind of thing. It's not a, not a huge comedy uh, scene there for stand-up, but Montreal is, boys and goodness me, busy. And so you can get sucked up into the turbine of, oh my God, there's so many people, everyone's better than me and cooler than me. and uh, uh, But Mike was a great friend during uh, my, my early days uh, trying to fit in. He's a guy, he took me under his, his wing. He seemed like a, like a mafioso Don kind of thing of like young folks in comedy. He just uh, had the kind of personality that was uh, uh, supportive and nurturing and uh, uh, yeah, it's great when you you can uh, connect with someone like that. And the fact that he's also one of the funniest people I've ever met is uh, all the more reason to love him
0: great i'm really excited to talk to him i've heard a lot about him i know him from uh your facebook page he often comments on a lot of things you've got going on so it'll be nice to actually put a face to the name and one of my favorite memories of him is
1: we would leave um this uh this sunday comedy show that uh used to run weeklies uh, at a place called McLean's and we'd leave after performing for like nobody get in his car and he'd give me a ride home and he would just blare fallout boy. And I have this distinct memory of him and I driving with the windows down, screaming the lyrics to grand theft autumn. And I think this love of emo music is what led him to, uh, start his other podcast, uh, bummer boys
0: ex-bum boys where they talk about emo music so give that a listen if you want some uh, good emo content but before that we're going to give you some good emo content right now justin Ooh. because i have prepared a list of half a star band names which i am led to believe from the internet are emo bands i have not listened to any of them so if they turn out to not be emo afterwards nobody at me about it okay i'm not interested in hearing it
1: people who say don't at me secretly want people to at
0: them yeah you got me you got me i at you (laughs) all right so number three on our list of half a star band names justin okay the band is called dads they're an emo band called dads apparently have you listened to them I have not. No. Uh, Judging by their picture, they're like kind of just normal looking emo dudes. I don't know. Are they dads? That's a great question, actually. I should look that up and see our dad's dads. I'm just going to Google our dad's dads and see what happens. Let's see what happens. Our dad's dads. Investigative. What is the difference between dads and dads? What do I call my dad's dad? How many fathers are stay-at-home dads? Dad versus father, what's the difference and why should you care? See, my issue with this band name, I think, is that it's impossible to Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just type in dads, there's no way that that band name is coming up before the thousandth page.
1: That's why you need a nice gibberishy name. If you can make up a word for your band name, easy peasy, when they yeah. Google you, it's all you. It's-
0: now, speaking of band names that are easy to Google... Here's number two on my list. Are okay. you ready for this? Yes. Get comfortable because it's long. Okay. The world is a beautiful place and I am no longer afraid to die. That's the band name? That is the band name. That's longer than most like, li- like that's too long. It's too long. I don't know what else to say about it. It's too long. Could you repeat it, please? Yeah, okay. The world is a beautiful place, and I am no longer afraid to die. And I should also mention, it is an ampersand, not the word and, because apparently that was too much. That was too long. Too many characters.
1: I was going to say, if they didn't have an ampersand, they'd probably have to have a comma in... You know your band name is kind of long when you actively need a comma for grammatical sense.
0: Grammatical sense or even just a hint as to where to breathe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How do you fit that on a t-shirt? What's the I,
0: acronym of that? Uh, T-W-I-A-B-P ampersand I-A-N-L. Twipper Bandle. My favorite. I'm going to see uh, later on if I can find a picture of some of their merch and see what it looks like because I'm actually very curious about that.
1: What is the number one half-star emo band name? Yeah,
0: it's good. I'm a fan of it. Some people may not be. If you have a delicate sensibility, you may be offended by this name and that's okay.
1: My sensibility This is one of those
0: ones that I'm not sure if it's emo or not. So again, I'm not interested in hearing about it if it's not. But the band name was too good to pass up. So at number one... Justin stay with me here. It's punny test icicles. Oh,
1: Ugh. you lost me It. it's, I would have preferred it's punny as an emo name <laughs> over test icicles. The immediacy to which I
0: reacted to how bad a name that is. is You didn't even think about it. It was just like (sighs) visceral and already there. I really appreciated that. I mean, the fact that it's a pun and then the fact that it's just
1: something so crass and obvious is just so, such a bummer. Maybe maybe that is why they're an emo band because their name is a bummer. And that's the kind of mood emo music puts you in. Maybe
0: they're also ex-bummer ex-boys aren't we all truly
1: but you know who is a bummer ex boy mike caroza yeah mike caroza he's our guest let's take that's exciting you know we've haven't had a lot of luck with uh our callers uh ben they've all hung up on us and this is the kind of the first time we've acknowledged that in any of our episodes all of our yeah that's
0: really interesting i haven't noticed really no, I just kind of—I was like, "Oh, okay." I hadn't noticed a pattern, but that's really interesting. It's been twenty episodes, huh? Twenty—that's
1: weird. We have had twenty guests hang up on us. I'd uh... so I'm hoping Mike doesn't uh, doesn't do us dirty. It'd be funny if we hung up on him. Show Ooh. him
0: for yeah. Let's do that. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, let's take it to our guests, shall we? Mike Caroza describes his stand-up persona as a fun, silly boy, and quite frankly, I agree. He is one that is playful, absurd, and naive, but there's a little dash of alt-comedy in there, too. He's open for Tig Notaro, Todd Glass, Kyle Kinane, and Justin Shaw. He's been featured on Just for Laughs, as well as other festivals around the world. His new album, Cherubic is available now. Give it up, folks, for Mike Friggin Carosa.
0: What's up, Mike?
2: Hi, everybody. Hi, Mike. Hi, hi, friends. <laughs> uh,
1: listeners, Mike Carosa is a fantastic comedian. Got to get to know him in uh, in Montreal back when I was a, a shy little dweeb <laughs> starting out in comedy. I remember. And now you're just an
0: outgoing dweeb now. Outgoing
1: dweeb. The dweebishness <laughs> is it's it's consistent. Uh, it's part of the going, brand. The brand, going to McLean's. We've talked about McLean's a little oh, bit God, on the McLean's. show before. The comedy no club bar, not the magazine. No, 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 the pub
2: that they had an extra space upstairs, and we're like, "Do they want to do comedy up there? They have to buy drinks." And then, <laughs> and then that was McLean's. The what? What I used to say? I used to say it all the time. McLean's. Uh, somehow they made upstairs feel like a basement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: pretty pretty bang on. Uh believe it or not, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor.
2: Not um, a sponsor and you know what? They still got that glowing review out of us. I do
1: remember going there when I was shy and nervous and sitting by the bar by myself with my little book of shitty jokes about Batman <laughs> and stuff and then hearing from uh, across the bar, you got this guy who who looks like the, like the Don of like the twenty something comedians <laughs> at that level in Montreal, and he goes, "Hey, Sha!" Turn around, all timid, holding my my fedora,
0: like it was a Your gangster fedora. It's like, like the opening scene of Goodfellas or something. What's happening
2: here? I don't know. Ju- Justin's got to brush up on his improv classes. I think he's, <laughs> he's, his world building is. Uh, your fedora, you're calling me the Don, there's a fedora. What's happening? He's Ever since not even I could yes remember
0: handing himself.
1: Ever no. since I could remember, I always wanted to be Mike Carosa's friend. Bites uh, <laughs> invites us over <laughs> Bites me over. Uh I have my, my fedora, my my umbrella. Uh <laughs> your going. your
2: umbrella that's not really an umbrella, it's a gun. It's, it's a gun. A
1: <laughs> <laughs> streets of MTL, baby. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but mike was so cool made me feel so welcome in a city that was ready to chew me up and you know the rest yeah. spit, spit you out. out exactly exactly yeah, yeah.
2: now my and... <laughs>
1: baby what's going on now
2: now um i'm living in toronto that's uh where i'm that's where I am at uh, Montreal is the best city in the world but Toronto can have me for a little bit i am releasing my debut stand up comedy album cherubic september 4th it's uh you know my whole deal is that i'm a fun silly boy and i hope that carries over in the in the album it's called cherubic for a reason i hope that people uh, <laughs> feel that way and uh I yeah i've been doing my podcast it's uh called bummer boys x bummer x boys x it's a podcast that looks like a hardcore band um and <laughs> like the we're just two dudes. six and a <laughs> half
1: hours you'll ever listen to
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we 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 go for about an hour an hour and a half sometimes it's like uh we we tend to focus on like emo music but my buddy alex and i we uh pick songs that made us sad that week and talk about why and uh we we have guests on sometimes and it's been really cool like we've had uh singers of some of our favorite bands on and uh like you know um we've had some amazing comedian like deb Giovanni just did an episode it's oh, great. great really yeah. sweet nice so i've been finding ways to have fun and and keep busy uh but most of it lately has been uh trying to convince people to dupe this audience into thinking maybe I should buy this comedy record, uh, and I think they should. That's a smart investment. Buy four. I
0: think so, they should. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike. I have two questions for you. One of which Hit is me. just for myself, and the second one is actually about what you're here to talk about. The mm-hmm. first one I want to know is what is it, what are your top, let's say, three emo songs of all time?
2: Oh, I that's uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> The very I mean, emo answer. I, there's there's too many to just be like three. Pick three. Just um, like th-
0: three bangers off the top of your head. What do you got? We um, look at Mike Carroza's
1: uh what do kids <laughs> have uh, C D collections, you're flipping uh-huh. through them, kids the emo section, you're turning the pages. What uh, what what do we got?
2: Okay, well, um feel alive by tiny moving parts is one of them. I really like them. I like that band a lot. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that, I mean, they're not emo. They're pop punk, mostly. But, oh, um uh Grand Theft Autumn by Fall Out Boy. Obviously Hell yeah. Justin. Let's Justin, go. We're gonna have some Fall Out Boy. Um, and then I'm gonna say We're All Thieves by Circa Survive. Wow. And that's okay. less emo, but still, uh, you know, of the of the genre surrounding emo, right? Cool. So when you yeah. said
1: pop punk, I got nervous. I was like, I don't know, we're going to alienate our listeners here.
2: Are we? They're not going to No, your listeners aren't panic at the disco fans. They're, no,
0: we're we're a, we're, a, we're a hardline MCR group around here, so mm-hmm. uh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I, you guys like The Ghosts of You and uh yeah. The deep, the deeper cuts, you like the you know what they do to guys like me in prison and to the yeah. end?
0: I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a real big deep cuts MCR guy. I'm a black parade guy through and through. Absolutely. Oh,
2: I'm a three cheers guy. I'm right. a he cause a mansion, not a house but a tomb. Yeah, he does. Bring it on, baby. The elevator only goes up to when? Ten. Oh. That's right. I once
1: got into red jumpsuit apparatus to impress or a girl. For face in down, high only one yeah. song. Uh, your guardian angel. Boo. Thank you. Uh,
0: okay, Mike. My second question, which is like a legitimate question about
2: your work, emo music. Stuff. It's about yeah. emo music again. <laughs>
0: it is not. Uh, I'm curious <laughs> as to what it is about the genre of the comedy album. You know, people can just go on YouTube and watch clips and stuff. Like what is it about right. the album that drew you to want to do it, I guess is my question.
2: I do have an hour of very like, you know, solid material that works thematically, that works in a way that flows that I think is a lot of fun and goofy and I want to put that out there. I want people to listen to it and it's more so something that people are going to listen to most likely on a commute. They're going to mm. be picking it mm. up, listen to it on the bus to work or, you know, on the drive and you know hey if you're gonna have a listening party listen to my album with some friends yes. wild go nuts have fun
1: let's cut to uh, a track from mike's album hmm
2: I can tell the audience loves this one
1: <laughs> that, uh, i'm sorry i was Listening. wondering how long
2: you were going to do that one for uh, that's I, that's I'm the done. red jumpsuit apparatus your guardian angel isn't it
1: that's correct that is a uh, three <laughs> and a half minutes uh, of a bit I don't uh, think we can afford that. I don't think we can either. I think we, <laughs> I think we shared the legal amount we're allowed to share.
2: I, I, time, I, ch- I kept looking at my recorder. It was about 15 seconds. So I jumped <laughs> in right at the...
1: <laughs> Thank you. Right at the cutoff. Right at the vocals. <laughs> Stars exist in our galaxy. If you were to cut As one in should. half, it, it, it would be a supernova. But boy, <laughs> what an explosion it would be. One for the ages some say stars are beautiful. We love half stars. Things that are so outrageous, they warrant only a half star rating, but those things blow up so beautifully, it's almost worth seeing a star destroyed. Mike Carosa. (laughs) Mike Carosa, do you happen to have a half star story, idea, and or experience to share with our listeners here today?
2: I've got a handful. I think that um, as long as in keeping with the idea that heckling is a half star experience, I'll tell you what. Um, Heckling, first of all, if you ever think I'm going to say something during a comedy show because I'm helping, you've already done something wrong. (laughs) You are not part of the performance you you, actually you know what i lie you are part of the performance your job is to laugh and if a comedian does ask a question and insists that they need an answer then they'll most likely point at somebody and uh you know that person will speak up but like uh if you've opened your mouth to do other anything other than laugh at a comedy show uh you've done the wrong thing you have um done the wrong thing uh, hecklers don't recognize that comedy is monologue. It's a performance that has been written and tailored to, to the, the experience of being able to uh, fit multiple audiences. So your presence is not going to be at every audience. Huh. That would make you a plant or part of the act. But we've never met before, so stop yelling at me. <laughs> um, heckling, man, it's... Um, I have two. I have two heckling stories, um, one more explosive than the other, and that I learned more from. But the first one was I was performing at comedy bar on a late show in the small cabaret space Saturday night after hours show, very packed, very drunk. Nice. But three acts in, and the host had yet to address this heckler who had been speaking through everybody's sets, who had been very disruptive and the host you know it's their job to kind of you know address like hey there's some rules to this you know i get you used to the idea of what's going to happen you play your part i play mine blah 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 and uh he didn't shut this woman down and she just kept going and then i started doing a bit that at the time was i'm guessing about suits if I'm being honest, I was doing a bit about suits because I had just finished a series and it was funny to me that it filmed in Toronto and I don't know why. And this woman in the back of the room was like, that's a podcast. And I was like, okay, look, lady, you have been talking the entire show. And what part of you, what part of this entire scenario wherein everybody on your side of the room staring in the exact same direction not saying words out loud uh, makes you think that you should be the one to break that convention? Like, what makes you think that you're the right person for this? And she's just, and this whole time while I'm talking, apparently she's talking about how she heard about suits on a podcast. And then I just. Went from being a fun, silly boy that I normally am. I'm a very fun, very silly boy. I show up on stage and I say, hi, friendship. How's everybody doing? I'm a fun, silly angel over here and I'm ready to have a fun time. And then I'd say, Suits is fun because You never think that these you know Blah 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 and I'm having a good time with it Nobody finishes their drinks in suits They order them and then they leave And you're like wait a second if I Was a waiter in suits I'd be Like are you sure you want this here or do You want it to go mister if You order this drink you gotta stick Around for it I'm not wasting This you know that's the kind of energy I'm bringing to it but then she just Kept talking and I was like listen You fucking clown you Dumb, dumb clown at the back of the room. And I just like it it was a a friend of mine described me as the most Italian I'd been. <laughs> uh where I was like, I was pointing with three fingers and my like like the okay symbol, but like pointing with the three fingers, like you know, that curled index to dumb, and you're like, This is I'm pointing, I'm pointing, you know. I'm like chopping the air, but pointing. Um, and like my accent got really thick, um, and Italian, which is odd for me because I'm actually Swedish. And so, uh, that was like a a thing that, that came up. And, um, so that was an, a half star experience because there was no coming back from that. You don't get to yell at an audience, be completely mean, uh, to a person who is just drunk and having a good time. Now, the thing is they were on my side they applauded when they kicked her out but then for me to be like so i was at a crosswalk and i saw this little doggy and i think that little <laughs> doggy's a cute little baby and i was like look at me that's me maybe if we did a body swap movie between us nobody would notice and they were like no we just saw you we just saw you yell and say really mean things to a stranger we're going to need we're not going to believe this whole act about you being a sweet boy <laughs> um so that's one of them Heckling in general garbage yeah. go fuck yourself
0: well and, it, and it, it causes here. you to uh it causes you to lose sight of your meticulously crafted brand which <laughs> in uh, in this business is everything as we know uh-huh. we uh-huh. love branding
2: the- um, I have another one if you want. Yeah, no, one, I, I want to me.
0: hear about this one that you uh, that you said was described more as or impactful or in- explosive.
2: Okay, I- I've told this story before on another podcast, but uh, wow. this is a uh, uh, one that has stuck with me and one that I would absolutely rate as a half star experience. Let's go. Like, the half star experience is having your agent and uh, you got booked to just do jokes around the table at a fiftieth birthday. I get there. And I say, so where's the stage? And they say, the what? And I said, isn't there a show here? I'm the comedian. And the maitre d' was like, we don't know anything about this. And then a woman saw me looking confused and came from the back room where there was like the private party room and she said are you mike and i said yes and she said great the party's over here and i said perfect do you have like a microphone a stage she's like no no you just like go around the table and do jokes for us like we'll tell you a bit more about like fred and uh you like roast him and and uh you know make jokes about him you can make jokes about everybody and uh i was like pay me up front please <laughs> um, I set a timer in my pocket for 20 minutes and the moment that goes off, even if I'm at mid sentence, I'm out of here. Uh, there was nothing about my image in any sense that says I'm Don Rickles. I'm not good at roasting. I called somebody a turd butt whose turds are butt because I don't think of insults on the, on the fly well. So like that's the level of roasting that I can't do. And this was fairly early on in my comedy career. So the bits, as you can imagine, were pretty bad. Um, and How old were I, these so,
1: people? Sorry to interject, Mike. Were these it was like-, like a
2: fiftieth birthday? Right. It was like a fiftieth okay. birthday. Yeah. So absolutely, my audience. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, catering to like what, when I describe my act as Brechtian, I'm definitely looking for um, the audience that isn't that isn't in tune to uh, the concept of theater yes. and uh, media and uh, consuming uh, art mm. and uh, audiences and that,
1: that would have seen um, Brecht as a young up and comer. That's
0: <laughs> Ooh.
2: well like the idea being that like you know this fourth wall breaking and this like meta contextual analysis of like you can do that on some parts like of my act and that's what i'm hoping for like you can do that like if you feel so inclined please feel free i would love to read that if that's criticism i can definitely be into um so i i start doing jokes And uh, one of the guys waves me down. He's like, come here, come here. Okay, he's wearing a shitty tie. Don't you want to do something about that? I said, but you already called it a shitty tie. What am I supposed to say about it? I don't think it's a shitty tie. I think his tie looks better than your face. And he says, come on, this isn't about me. And then two people got mad at me for doing the thing I'm actually there to be. And so at some point the birthday boy pulls out his phone and says, so take a look at this. I recently was in an accident. I had my knee, my knee broke. Uh, take a look at my x-ray and his x-ray is a picture from the internet where it's an x-ray of a knee, but there's the outline of a big old honking dick right there. And so he's like, why don't you do a joke like this? This is pretty funny. And I said, how am I supposed to do a joke like that? I, I'm not working with the same tools. I'm not going to Photoshop something on my phone, pass it around the table, and wait for you guys to individually chuckle. Although that does feel like it would eat into 20 minutes pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just doing what I can. I'm not shutting up enough to like let things land. I get a couple laughs, but nothing crazy. I'm like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. And they're like, I, I do. Okay. We're <laughs> in a good mood. They're drinking more and more wine. All in all, it ends up being fine. But it was awful. I, after the whole thing, I called my agent. I was like, don't ever fucking do that to me again. Don't fucking dare. But this was after a couple of hours after I left. Because as I was getting paid, because she did not pay me up front, uh, we were she was paying me right outside of the private room. And outside of the private room in this otherwise empty restaurant, I'm telling you, this is a small restaurant, and it's empty but there's a private room at the back except for one table by the threshold of that private room a couple on a date on Halloween this was on Halloween and this man, as I'm being cashed out by the woman at the table, like nearby, she's like counting out the bills, but she keeps miscounting. And so she keeps starting again. And this man at that table goes, Jesus Christ, was that you in there? And I said, yep, that was me. He's like, you could give a pill a headache. I was like, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, bud. Thank you very much. Um, I was like, seriously, you just wouldn't fucking stop. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what they asked me to do in there. It's, you know, I'm just... Trying to get paid for work, uh, you know. He's like, "You call that work?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, this is this is. I'm being paid for it right now. So, would, if you don't mind, please just, just stop." And he was like, "I mean, seriously, you could be, you could give a pill a headache." And I said, "You seem really proud of that one. Did you come up with that one yourself? You fucking idiot! What's wrong with you? Shut up!" And this woman keeps fumbling with the bills, and she won't get the number right. And and the, and his date looks embarrassed, and he's like, "Honey, does." couldn't he give a pill a headache? And I was like, (laughs) Jesus, I was like, is he, is he like in your care? Does he not remember things very well? What's going on? And I, and he, and he gets mad at that. And I say, I'm sorry, honey. And he, he he says, I'm sorry, honey, that our dinner was ruined by this fucking stupid piece of shit child. And I said, I'm sorry, honey, that your boyfriend's idea of a night out is 6 PM on Halloween at an empty restaurant. And he said, you want to fucking do this? I said, shut up. I'm getting paid. And I got my money and I walked out and this dude follows me and we're down Bishop. And he says, hey, and I turn around and it's across the street from a police station. So I'm like, what, what are you going to do? And so he pushes me up against the brick wall of the building. And he says, do you know who the fuck I am? I said, no, I don't care who you are. I'm at this point back then. I was not in a good place. If you, if that man had thrown me in front of a moving train, I'd have been like, might as well. I'm fine with this, too. I really was the most nihilistic I'd ever been. I could have died then and there, and it wouldn't have mattered. But this man was like, Do you know who the fuck I am? I was like, What are you gonna, you were gonna exchange information? Like, <laughs> what do you want? And he was like, I, if I, do you know what's tattooed between my shoulder blades? I was like, I mean, I don't think you should take off your shirt right now (laughs) because it says Hells Angels. It says Hells Angels back there. Do you really want to fuck with me right now? Hells Angels. Meanwhile, there's a bouncer at the bar next to um, Comedy Works, which is right across the street, who knows me, who sees that I'm being... Like pushed up against the wall by this guy And he started making his way across the street And I'm like he, This guy's like hell's angels I was like I don't give a fuck who you are Let go of me There's a cop station right there He's like we have the cops I'm like <laughs> okay Okay sure I'm gonna believe I don't believe you at all. Go back to that that woman that you've embarrassed. I, I feel so sorry for her. And he takes a swing at me and I duck and he punches the wall and the bouncer gets there right then. And he's like, Mike, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, this guy just tried to punch me. And he's like, yeah, you're lucky tiny over here is, you know, and he's like bleeding from his knuckles or some shit. And, um, and so i walked away i went to my friend's house and we watched evil dead from 2013 because it's halloween and the thing is like everybody's walking by in costumes while this guy is like (laughs) i forgot about that and i was and i completely spaced on all that yeah it was halloween people were walking by in costumes not doing anything my buddy sees me he comes across and then i go to my friend's house we watch evil dead it turned out to be a very nice evening uh, (laughs) with a friend but when I got to her place, I called my agent and I said, I swear to fucking God, if you ever pull something like that again, I am not only ruining your life, but I'm ruining everything you've done. That was fucked. Like, how dare you? Wow. That was, you gave me the worst, no information. None of the information was correct. It, sure, it pays. But like, do you think you're going to see this? I'm going to send you what I owe you. But like, I don't think that this is worth it. Never do that again. Wow. Um, yeah one of the many signs that I should have fired her as soon as that happened. But, <laughs> Thank uh, God. I, uh, so what I learned about from then the experience, the, that made me, what made me grow from that was, um, you know, fucking take your shot. Maybe they're not hell's angels after all. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I think uh, uh, to me, I think what you learned is you could be an insult comic uh, because, A, you slung back with that Halloween line pretty quick. Also, you could give a pill a headache. I think after that guy tried to punch you, that line is yours now. I think you keep that.
2: Well, that's the yeah. thing. It's a hack line. He didn't come up with that.
1: Nobody came that's up un- with it.
2: So, yeah, like some Catskills comic came up with it, and then and then it got passed down through, like, the oh, my dad – Heard this at the Friars Club. Yeah. That, uh, that My, joke is
1: uh the guy who came up with the line you could give a pill a headache, he also wrote Big Rock Candy Mountain. That's uh <laughs> from the beginning of time.
2: I don't what's Big Rock Candy Mountain? It's oh, you've got some
0: research, man. Oh, here it's hold so on. good. Here. Oh Jesus Christ.
2: Here, hold on, I'll He's play it. it. And that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Half a Star with Justin Shaw and Benton Harley. Uh, We're here every week with a new guest and half-star experiences. And, well, what can I say but uh, your Guardian Angel by Red's Jumpsuit Apparatus still sucks and will never be good. If anything, Face Down is the only worthwhile track they put out. That said, you can catch Mike Carrozza on September 4th. Album Cherubic comes out. Uh, Pre-order now on iTunes. You'll get two, three tracks, and you'll have a great time with them. You can listen to his podcast, Bummer Boys, X Bummer, X Boys, X. If you just search for it on your podcast app, X Bummer, it should pop up. That's what Mike Carrozza and Alex Kalenko uh, Find him on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Carrozza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. And go to his website, Uh If you want to send praise or anything, please do. He always appreciates it. Uh, Justin Shaw, you can find him at Wrath of Shaw. Wrath of Shaw on Instagram, Wrath of Shaw on Twitter, Wrath of Shaw in your hearts. Bent and Harley, I have just met, and uh, I don't know his social media information, but I will say that is our show. Please, condi- If you haven't subscribed yet, please like and subscribe to Half a Star. And there will be a Patreon page coming soon uh, with lots of rewards, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. Don't forget to email us at halfastarpod at gmail.com uh, where we take requests. Uh, And some of them may be met, but most of them might not be. And that's just the name of the game, folks. Uh, We're out on this one. Here we go.